everybody. Welcome to the Weather Channel podcast. I'm meteorologist Dominica Davis here with meteorologist Linda Lamb and reporter for weather.com Jan Childs. And we are going to be talking about the extremes setting up across the country for this early part of May. Mega hot out to the west and well, really just uniquely cold to the east with even some snow in the forecast. By the way, we are all coming to you from our homes where we maintain our social distancing. So welcome everybody, good to see you. Yes, we are still stuck at home. I miss seeing everyone at the office, that's for sure. I know, I do too. It's just Um, not the same. I normally work from home, so you know that part of it isn't that different for me. But um, you know, like we've talked about before, you still you just start to get a little stir crazy. You know, last night we're sitting at dinner and we had nothing to talk about in my family. We literally yeah. sat in silence because if anything happens in the house, we all know because we're all up in each other's business all day, right? Yeah, we've <laughs> so, run out. Of- yeah, yeah, that's, yeah we're that's like very saving. True. We're kind of saving talking points. So if anything does interesting happen, we're like <laughs> save it for later. <laughs> We have the weekend and there's like nothing on TV too. So like on Saturdays and Sundays, we try to save all our talking points. So yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it makes it challenging, but there's always the weather to talk about. I know that. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. So what we are going to talk about today is really the extreme weather pattern we have because to the West, it is a wicked hot and to the East, well, it's about to get wicked cold and that's my Boston for you. So I'm going to add that there. We say wicked in front of everything, but <laughs> so we're talking 25 degrees above average to the West and then 25 degrees, potentially it could get as cold as that to the East. So this is an extreme setup and it's been just blazing hot record temperatures out to the West uh, Phoenix. They're going to be 106, even as high as 107. That's wow. some wild stuff after coming off of all time highs for april so this is crazy and then the east coast it's been tough this has been it's just a crazy pattern and this is an unusual weather pattern for may as well so you know we see you know extremes in temperature from time to time but this is the jet stream is going to be very amplified once again as we head uh, over the next week or so and it's kind of due to the atmosphere kind of getting all kind of stuck stuck up kind of like a, a big blocking pattern we have a a big ridge of high pressure over greenland which is uh contributing to this weather pattern and then we have a big omega block that is taking shape over the west so when you combine those two you get a jet stream that has to take a big bulge northward over parts of the west and then it has to come back southward over the eastern u.s so it's just a a, just a really crazy weather pattern where we could see some real impressive records uh for may yeah and you know i think the only real exception we've had to this is like off in their own world is where you are jam right (laughs) (laughs) you know people always talk about the weather in florida as being kind of like extreme you know and um really the weather's kind of boring here unless there's a a a hurricane or something going on i mean yeah it's hot but you know that's not any big news i think we are in for a little bit of um nice temperatures over the next uh, week or so though um getting back to kind of more near normal i think um but yeah yeah we're the only ones we kind of stick out down here by ourselves florida's its own game Yeah, well, just um, what's interesting enough is if you just go up not too far to the north here, we're going to start to see frost potentially this weekend set up in like the Tennessee Valley. So Nashville, right? We were talking tornadoes last week. They've had all that tornado damage. So they've really, we've really had some spring, May typical weather, April, May typical weather. And now, yeah, frost. 
potentially for this weekend with really some very cool lows. So 40s coming into play by Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting. I mean, spring is definitely a season for changing weather patterns, but you don't always expect it to see that extreme. And like you said, that cold air is going to get into the south, although the brunt of it will be felt, you know, from the northern Rockies into the Midwest and the Northeast. But even into parts of the southeast, the Tennessee Valley, we'll see temperatures dipping into the 30s. So for those that may have planted items already, I mean, this is a growing season already um, in many of those locations. So they'll have to take extra precautions as we head into this weekend, um, as we'll maybe see some record low temperatures, which uh, is not really what you're looking for in May. Most at this point are looking for that uh, trend towards warmer temperatures. But that being said, since it is May, even though we are going to see temperatures 20 degrees colder than average, thank goodness it's May versus January. And two with the, the frost, I think it's a little bit of a bigger deal right now because yeah. so many people are tending to their garden in a way that they wouldn't normally because that's what we're doing. Oh, yeah, right. we're, yeah. Uh, so we're doing so like we're paying extra. Right. I know I am. We're paying extra attention to it. And so it's like, okay, well... Maybe I pull the trigger too early here, but you really uh -oh. didn't because it's no, May. exactly. Yeah, well, you, you didn't. We're past the typical last frost and freeze dates for most uh, locations in the south, so it's not you know like you you got you you know jumped the gun a little bit. It's more of just a really unusual weather pattern. But in many cases, if you're able to cover plants or if you can bring them in. Um, it, it's not going to be a prolonged, you know, like a week long cold in the south, which is the good news as we will see temperatures rebound um, as we head into next week. But it will make for quite a chilly Mother's Day weekend, unfortunately. So, oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. No, and I took the weekend off. I usually work on Saturdays and I feel like I took the wrong weekend uh, <laughs> to <laughs> vacation. I should have used this past weekend when it was 80 degrees. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's just a chance you take. Yeah. And I was going to say, with this this whole setup, this weather setup, it, it's only indicative of 2020. Like if it wasn't going to be <laughs> weird, why would it be happening in 2020? So it just all kind of makes sense by not making sense. Exactly. But I will say one other good aspect of this pattern is it's not um, exactly the pattern you look for to have big outbreaks of severe weather. And I think we all could use a break from the relentless, uh, severe weather that we've seen tracking across the south and even into the plains as you know the severe risk tends to shift more towards the plains anyways we head towards may but hopefully this gives us a little bit more of a breather not to say that we're not going to see any severe weather but i'm just not expecting any of the big tornado outbreaks with uh you know a ridge in the west a trough in the east pattern so that's one piece of good news uh yeah. for some yeah because there's so much to worry about day to day these days that it's like you don't need another thing we all need good night's <laughs> sleeps. We're not trying to stay up and wait to see if we hear sirens or so that's good that we haven't seen as much as that. Jen, you guys have been sitting really quiet, which is nice in Florida. It has not been too extreme for you. Right. Hurricane season, I'm sure, has a lot of people on alert. And I know we're going to be talking about that like crazy Yeah. once we start getting into summer. But um yeah, just the yeah. people are extreme in Florida, but not the weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, you know, uh, while you were talking about, um, you know, kind of lessens the um, the threat of severe weather, I think an interesting thing that a lot of people might not know is that heat is the number one weather-related killer in the U.S. every year. And cold also is a, is a big killer. So would, they don't necessarily, those extremes don't necessarily cause that big damage like we see with the extreme weather. But, you know, 
the the fact that heat is just another added stressor, like you were saying, in this time that we already have a lot of stress. And then, you know, with the cold, people will be stuck inside even more than they already are. So hopefully it'll be brief, at least. Yeah. And the West is, you know, they handle heat better because they're used to it. That's True. how it is. So they do have the infrastructure to support these um, heat waves, not saying that people aren't still need to be aware and cautious because they absolutely do with temperatures over 100 degrees. Of course you do. But I think in some ways it actually is kind of nice that I know you want to be outside and everything, but for the East Coast to have that little bit of a cooler pattern because it helps us all do what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, that, which that is, is not much. true. So I guess having more of a late March weather pattern in May, I guess, does help with that. But I don't know. I think still I it's, it would be nice for me. I love the warmth. So I would definitely prefer the, the warmer weather, but uh, not as warm as the Southwest. I mean, they have excessive heat warnings out there. So yeah. that is definitely something, as Jen mentioned, I mean, heat is dangerous. So when you see those heat advisories, excessive heat warnings, definitely uh, take heed of those, especially if you aren't used to being outdoors or if you aren't used to the heat yet, since it is still early in the season. And we'll even see that uh, those anomalous uh, temperatures reach into the northwest as we head towards late this week and the weekend. So uh, those are areas that don't always get as much heat. But, you know, we're not talking about 100 degrees in Portland or Seattle, more, you know, 80s. Uh, so we'll see some much warmer temperatures there this weekend. So potential record air high areas uh, will slide eastward. So it's not just the southwest that we'll see uh, some strange heat. You yeah, and the I peak of the heat out there is going to be later in the week. So if you think it's hot now, just wait, unfortunately, because it gets even hotter. So you have that reinforcing uh, shot of heat coming in um, by what, Thursday, Friday, I think is when the next record breakers, yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. You know what I think is really interesting to me um, as, you know, when I listen to you guys, the experts talk about this is how there's just such two different extremes in parts of the country. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like Mother Nature and Mother Nature's evil twin are battling it out for, you know, where can we get the heat and where can we get the cold? Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I, that's always kind of fascinating to me. And I, I have family that lives in northern Indiana. My uh, my three sisters live up there. And, you know, it seems like every other day they're posting one day they'll post, oh, planted my flowers today. And then the next day they're posting, oh, snow's on the ground. You know, <laughs> like it's just this up and down, up yeah. and down thing. It is. Yeah. And I mean, and they'll, in some places, there'll even be a sharp gradient of temperature, too, where that battleground uh, sets up in parts uh, like in parts oh. of the south where, you know, areas closer to the Gulf Coast will remain on the warmer side. But you don't have to go that far to see the colder temperatures. So there will be that that sharp contrast, too, which will which is always interesting, at least for, for most of us, for most Mets, I think, to to see that, that those changes. Yeah, where you get those and, little wedges that just. Don't yeah. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like they were just not a part of the ball game at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like, as Jen mentioned, we could even see some snow with this pattern. And May snow is not something most people are looking for. I mean, it's one thing to have like a break <laughs> from the heat. Um, but I think the, you know, and it's really kind of unfortunate for those that love winter that we didn't get this pattern during the winter months, you oh, know, right. which would have brought some needed snow or wanted snow for some people. Uh, you know, I know not everyone likes the snow, but there's a lot of winter lovers that were rooting for this blocking pattern in the winter we didn't see it and now as we're heading into may when people are like okay it didn't happen i'm done let's move on now it's like hey surprise so uh you know some of the higher elevations of the northeast and the interior northeast uh could actually see some snow with the system as uh, an area of low pressure 
you know, exits on the backside of the system Friday into Saturday. So I, for one, am interested in seeing exactly what takes place Friday, Saturday, because you could see thunderstorms yeah. in some places and not that far away. You could see more of the chance for rain, snow mix or even snow. So changes in the weather, you know, are, are always fascinating to, to kind of watch and, come together. And it also sticks with the theme of 2020, which is just <laughs> yes. weird. And also, you know what I was thinking today, actually, we never really mentioned the polar vortex because there was no need to during the winter. And here we are now that we're getting into spring and we're seeing pieces and we're talking more about it. So it was never an issue when it was supposed to be an issue. And now that it's not supposed to be an issue, now we're seeing little parts come in, which is uh, crazy. Weird. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. So, it's I mean, all weird. We had record strong polar vortex in the winter, which meant that the cold air was uh, pretty much locked up in the Arctic. And mm -hmm. now uh, that's not the case. So we're seeing at, at least two, you know, pieces of the polar vortex uh, are going to slide into Canada in parts of the eastern U.S. in May. And that's just not something you don't want to be talking about the polar vortex in May. I mean, <laughs> it just doesn't no. seem right. <laughs> and this is why said, I live in perfect Florida for 2020. And that's why you live in Florida. <laughs> yeah, this is this is exactly why I live in Florida. See, you're smart. You see, you know, I thought I moved far enough south into Atlanta, but not maybe not quite so far south as I should have. <laughs> I know. Um, so I think that that does it. I think we covered it. Hot out to the west is going to be uh, remain cool and cold for the eastern two thirds of the country, with the exception of Jan. She's going to stay warm in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And I, I hope you all figure out something to talk about with your families through the weekend and have a good Mother's Day. <laughs> yes. Happy Mother's Day to both of you. I actually make my kids listen to the podcast at dinner every day that we do a podcast. That's what we do at dinner. We listen oh, that's to awesome. <laughs> That's cool. I love that. That's My great. My kids would never go for that, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> for Mother's Day, I'm planning to um, hide in the pantry. That's not the worst <laughs> hope idea. nobody finds me. <laughs> that's a good plan. A good hide and seek game. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah.